What happens when you decide that you are ready to take your life to the next level? I'm here to tell you your path to success will not be a straight or quick timeline. It will ask of you to shed your old story, build your emotional intelligence, and put down the story of struggle once and for all to bring your visions to life. This is the unedited audio doc narrated by me, Nina Hayes, providing real life examples and lessons to help you on your journey of becoming elite. So if you're ready, let's go. Hey, Lee, welcome back to today's podcast episode. Hope you're doing well, and I hope you are making room for all of the things that you are praying for in this next season. Because listen, I already know that the things that we are believing for, that we are speaking to, those things are going to happen. Listen, I am extremely intentional this year about getting my podcast episode times down Um, Normally, the episodes are over 30 minutes, but I actually really want to condense the time because I want these episodes to, one, be more of a a quick thought for you, something that you can really meditate on as you go into your next few days. But I also encourage you, if you have been listening to my podcast and you're like, you know what, I've been following the journey, I am inspired, I know that I want to do something like that for myself I actually want to invite you into my programs. I'm moving into a season where isolation and solitude is extremely important. It's a priority in this season. While there are seasons where you're out and about and working and and just doing all of the things, there's also seasons where you have to retreat and go into moments of getting back to the voice, right? Getting back to where are we going? And that is the season that I am in. I'm absolutely thankful for all of you that tune in to this episode because it really shows me that globally, everyone has a goal to become their most elite self. So I absolutely thank you and appreciate you for tuning in to the episodes. And I do hope that in shortening these episodes a bit, that it gives you the time you need for reflection, but it also hits those points immediately so that you don't have to worry about, you know, oh my gosh, I got to make room for another hour call, right? We're moving into a time where we can condense it and still get where we need to go. But um, in honoring my own cycle, I know that this is a time for solitude and isolation as well. So the biggest thing that I want to provide to you today is some actionable steps to finding your voice. And this was actually prompted by messages that I've been receiving lately. Um, I love when you all DM me. And what I've noticed is that in the last uh, few weeks, a lot of the language that I've been seeing has been extremely powerful. It's been like, I've been listening to your podcast. You know, I've really been doing the coursework. I'm committed. I am focused on my next goal. I know that I'm going to get there. I have the steps. My mind is processing. I'm moving where I need to go. And I love that because that means that you are getting decisive and definitive with where you want to go, right? And then there are other messages, right, that are spoken from a place where I know that some are not aware of what they actually are speaking. 
one of the biggest things that I see in, you know, videos, messages, I just see all across the world is that when there's a time of um, whatever, when there's a time of things not at their peak, that it can cause people to be concerned. It can cause people to go into a little bit of a panic. It can cause people to be like, okay, where am I going to get this? And how am I going to get that? And I hope I get this and I want to have that. But I really want to just give you a different concept of this. Because if you are hoping and believing for something how is your language around this thing that you are hoping and believing for? You know, if you're always saying, well, I hope I can, um, you know, pay for this and I hope I can do this. And, you know, I don't know, I would love to go there, but I can't afford it. You know, what is his name? Dick Gregory. He said, if you do that, you are telling 75 trillion cells in your body to see to it that you don't. When you live on a hope and a prayer, you are letting your body not get too excited for the thing that you actually really want. And so that can really sabotage your endeavors. It can sabotage your relationships. It can sabotage everything that comes in your life. Because you go into it with lowered intentions. Like you go into it with, I'm not going to get too excited about it. Which will put you in a state of needing to pray about it. Which will put you into a state of, oh, I knew it wasn't going to happen for me anyway. And so really understanding that thought process there is going to be key. If you can learn how to speak in abundance. And I'm talking about speaking from a place of, I don't know how this is going to happen for me, but I know it's going to happen in time versus, yeah, I want to, but I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. See, when you speak like that, your definiteness is towards what you really don't want to happen. But so many people go through life and they are so specific and definitive about the things they don't want to see. They say they're broke. They say that they are tired. They say that things never happen for them. They say that they wish, but they know they won't be able to. And they speak these things so confidently because they have become so used to that type of thing happening for them. But here's the thing. If you are aware that the life you're currently living could have been better if you had different access, if you had more money, if you were born into a different family, whatever your reasoning is behind that, if you believe that there is more for you, right? If you believe that you can have more, even if you don't have it and even if you've never seen it. You also have to know that in order to have more, change must take place. The change of your environment, the change of the people you have around you, the change of the things that you allow into your gates, your ear gates, your eye gates. But you also have to be careful of what comes out of your mouth. You have to be careful of the things that you speak 
Because a lot of the mountains that you have in your life, the mountains that pop up and their obstacles and their delays and things like that, a lot of those things that you're praying about, it requires that you speak to them, that you speak for this obstacle to move out the way, that you speak for this illness to be healed, that you speak for the money to come however it comes. But if you don't leave room for that to happen and you immediately shut yourself down, well, you've manifested, you've gotten what you've asked for, but a lot of times those are not the things that people want. So being conscious of that is absolutely key, like key, 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 right? Here's the thing though. I will say that if you have decided that 2024 is going to be your best year, one of the biggest things you can do is study yourself. And I say this, like I've been saying this for years, like you have to study yourself as much as you study other core subjects and you study for degrees and you study for tests and you study for licenses. You have to study yourself because a lot of the things that people do is not even aligned to who they really are. You may hear people say, oh, you know, um, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to go back to school. And I want you to know that going back to school or going and studying and reading because that's what you just seem to be so good at testing well, right, is not a replacement for therapy. It is not a replacement for learning yourself. It is not a replacement for loving yourself. And this is important. (laughs) This whole call is important. But here's the thing. So many people are like, how do I find clients? How do I find good friends? How do I get myself out of this situation? How do I get around people who have what I want? How do I improve my life? How do I, how do I, how do I? But here's the thing. How do you? How do you? If you don't know your nuances and your tics and your motivations, How can you ask someone else what will work for you? And once I had this realization, I stopped tuning in to everyone's business content, business panels, webinars, lives, all of that, because I realized that I was seeking information and I was trying to read and study and create a school out of what other people were teaching me before I took the time to really learn myself. Even when I look at the choice of going to esthetician school, I decided to go to school because I wanted to get myself out of depression. I wanted to get myself out of a rut. And I had always been a person that was like, okay, well, you just need to be moving. You just need to keep it moving. You just need to find something to do so that you can stay active. Like, okay, go to school. You can learn how to do this. Boom. And you can get a license. Boom. And you can take a couple of clients if you want to. I never went into it with the goal of it becoming as successful as it became. But at the height of my success or before the height of my success, when I lost my grandfather and then at the height of my success, when I lost my grandmother, both of them who were basically my parents and raised me, I still did not know myself enough to know This is how Nina grieves. This is how she handles herself 
when she is hurt. Because I had always known or always done the motion of when I'm hurt, when I'm down, when I don't know what to do, when I'm depressed, I just need to find something to keep me moving. I just need to find something and keep going. I just need to keep going. If I keep going, then I don't have to think about it. And that is dangerous. It does not replace therapy. Now, I thank God that I went through my journey. But I also now understand why so much drama is had in school. And it's because there are a bunch of people in a process that all have not gone through their own process. You may have one or two of those people that have gone through their process, right? But you have a bunch of people that have not gone through their process of learning themselves enough to know if they're even in the right place. Okay, and so my, I guess, recommendation for you is not going to be, well, here's how you make a million dollars and here's how you do this and here's how you do that. No, my recommendation for you is figure out your nuances, figure out yourself, figure out what you like to do so that when you go out here in the world and you look for the resources and the tools that can help you to get to where you want to be faster, that you don't waste your time on things that don't align to you. Super important. It's also why I am so gung-ho about going to therapy. I am so gung-ho about not discounting yourself before you give yourself a chance. I'm, I'm just serious about that. Because when you sit in therapy... And you start asking yourself questions and you start really sitting and being like, why am I throwing up crying because a client canceled on me? Why am I like going back into a depression because a client basically violated my boundaries? Or why am I so stressed because I know I need to take my prices up, but... I just don't think I should take my prices up because I haven't done enough or haven't shown enough. Like, why am I going through these things? When you can sit in therapy and you can actually like do this reflection, right? Outside of yourself, outside of yourself, you can do mirror work and sit in the mirror and talk to yourself all day. But a lot of times when you get into a space with another individual, it could be a spiritual mentor, a actual therapist, whoever, when you get into another space where they're asking you these reflective questions, you start to really check the projections that you put out into the world, right? You start to really ask yourself, like, I said that I need to make more money. I know that I'm living check to check. I know that every investment I make right now really has to make sense for me. So in this moment of time, what is leading me to learn how to best discount myself. And when you ask yourself that question, you may feel embarrassed in that moment. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that when it came time for me to make an investment, it wasn't aligned to me. And why did I just feel so gung-ho about it? What made me do that? But I want you to understand that every decision you make that was made before you actually took time to think about it or before you actually took time to reflect on it or you knew it was a bad decision, but something happened later and you're just like, you know, you're gaslighting yourself to make sure it's a good one. 
Trust me, I totally get it. But in that moment, you learn. In that moment, you can reflect on the lessons. In that moment, you can say, I wish I would have thought about this deeper before. But now that I know I have experience, I know what is not aligned for me. I may not know exactly what I really want in this life because I haven't lived all the chapters of life yet. But what I do know is what I don't want. And I don't want to be in a place where I feel tolerated. I don't want to be in a place where I have to bite my tongue. I don't want to be in a place where I feel inadequate, right? And so you allow those things to help guide you and go where they, you know, go where you need to go. Now, I'm not a therapist and I am not giving you medical advice. I'm just saying that a lot of times when people are going through different situations in their life, you're sad in return or you know, a bad business deal or something like that. When you're going through things in your life, no matter how much money, like, let's go ahead and stop that now. I don't care if you're making $2 or you're making 2 million or you're making 200 million. If you don't handle this stuff, it's going to pop up. And the greater you climb avoiding this, the more risk you have of having a great fall. And so it's important to like really check in with yourself every step of the way. To really sit back, isolate, get in solitude, do what you need to do so that you can make sure you are always online to yourself. A lot of people are online to the digital world and they're not tapping in with themselves. So when it comes to finding your voice, what I will say is that the way that I found my voice was through always seeking more clarity and always trusting that even if it wasn't perfect now, that is better than most. <laughs> it's better than most. When you're an overthinker and you're trying to perfect every single detail, you already have this um, thing about you where you're not just going to put anything out there, right? But if you take that first draft and you just put it out there and you see how people respond. I learned that my perfectly curated content doesn't hit for people. It's not until I get out here and say, listen, I'm going to tell y'all what it is. You either want it or you don't. And for me, I was always told that's not tactful. That's too blunt. People are going to be like, who does she think she is? People are going to be offended. They're going to be turned off. But then I realized, no, when I don't do that, that's when I bring people to me that expect me to do their work for them. That's when I bring people to me that expect me to just, you know, take on whatever issues they got. That's when they want me to have sympathy for them, which is, a, you know, have sympathy for me and accept this, even though I'm mistreating you, but you should understand because I have trauma. No, 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 no. Clear and concise. But I didn't find that in my voice until I continued to put out my drafts, continue to put out your drafts. You will find that it's not that you're constantly trying to perfect your drafts. You will find that your drafts get better and that becomes your new level of excellence, extraordinary, right? Because there is no perfect. Who created this measurement of perfect? For someone else, a glass of tap water is perfect. 
You know, for, for another person, a glass of fillet or Fiji water is perfect. You know, so it's like, who created this standard of perfect? A lot of times when you really think about it, it's not that, like, you don't even know what perfect looks like. You just simply know that you don't want to fail. And you know that if you don't put anything out there, it's better than putting something out there and it not meeting someone else's standard. But what is your standard? When you figure out what is your standard, you'll be okay. When you figure out what you want to do and you actually start doing it, you'll be okay. Because instead of letting that fear keep you down, you'll consistently put yourself out there and you'll keep finding your voice. You'll keep doing what it is that your calling is. You won't feel constrained to what other people on social media say you should do. You won't be tied to what other people say you have to do. And then when you do it and you realize it doesn't work for you, you won't be resentful. You won't be upset. Right. I mean, you may be upset because it didn't work, but you will learn that you have to keep finding what works for you. Just as much time as you can put in testing and studying and all the hours and doing the multiple choice questions and the essays for other topics. My prayer for you is that you do it for yourself. So I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. Super excited because um, I am heading to Chicago very soon for my mastermind retreat. I can't wait to see you all. And also, if you want to work with me in February, I am doing another round of Authority. Authority is the program where I'm going to show you how to take all of your expertise, all of your knowledge, all of your experience, and I'm going to show you how to package it up and put it into a digital service so that you can create passive income for yourself. So if you want to work with me on doing that, I'm going to walk you through that. I'm filming this in February, okay? And after that, it will be so passively. So if you want to see how I've been able to do that for myself, how I've shown other people how to do that and how you can do it too, I invite you into authority. And all of the links are in the show notes. I hope you have an amazing day and I will definitely see you in the next podcast episode. Whatever you do, keep becoming elite.